You're listening to the Just Winging It podcast, because let's be honest, none of us really know what we're doing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Alex Lines here, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Just Winging It podcast. And today, Morgan's not here. She is out in the interwebs doing all the things with uh, uh, her church, making sure, juggling 45 campuses and and all the social media accounts that go on to that, but, and really, uh, really hoping she's doing well and uh, but today I wanted to bring on a, a special a new guest because we wanted to the goal of not of this was not the goal of this is not necessarily just have me and Morgan talk and you hear us banter back and forth but us to bring on other people who are winging it just winging it and in the midst of the crisis that we're having I can't think of anybody that I've seen wing it well and has been able to on the fly been able to be a great resource specifically in the church community, than, uh, than Caleb and uh, Black Bar. So today I'm joined by uh, Caleb from Black Bar. Caleb? Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm happy to be on the show today. <laughs> C- Caleb, how do you pronounce your last name? I, I didn't want to say it wrong. So <laughs> That is Caleb Weidman. It is an E-I, but uh, I, trust me, I got it wrong all throughout school, but it is Weidman, yes. Beautiful. Not not the weed not not no four twenty. No, got it. <laughs> no, it's not weed man. Uh, although I got made fun of that in high school. I also got wide man. That was that was a good one, right? You sure. Know, I, yeah, I got I'm it sure all. you've heard. It. I'm sure you've heard it. Heard it Yo, all for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. Caleb and I know each other via mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb worked um, works with Zack Snyder, and Zack Snyder and I worked together at a ministry in Asia named Asia Pacific Media back about, oh, that would be like six, seven years ago now, um, where he he and I were serving together. And uh, they come from uh, Valley Forge, and they, um, they've been doing a lot of good things. So rather than me butcher an introduction of you, why don't you just kind of <laughs> introduce her a little bit about yourself and tell me about, you know, what you do, like, as your real, as your real job, like when we're right. not like, trapped in like a 10 by 10 room and then like uh what uh what what black bar actually is for sure for sure i uh i definitely grew up in the church uh church rat all that kind of stuff i got into media church media as early as i could my parents were the children's minister so i was running slides back then uh when i was still a kid in the ministry i was the one clicking through uh but it was when I was around 12, 13, got into Photoshop, uh, Illustrator, that kind of thing. And my youth pastor saw a, a talent in me and gave me the opportunity then just to like uh, make t-shirts for our youth retreats and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden I realized that these nerdy little talent that I had for, for doing this thing could be used for ministry. And the whole rest of my life just set off from that point again super cool the power of you a uh, uh, quality youth pastor who knows what he's doing right uh but um i ended up going to school for digital media um picking up uh stuff outside of graphic design doing video animation photography uh really got into marketing when i was at school i actually worked at the marketing department at the school for a while university of valley forge where i met our mutual friend uh and out of college i got hired as the multimedia marketing director at grand rapids first over in grand rapids michigan uh that mostly entails handling a lot of our online presence uh handling handling all of our art direction uh, uh media production uh brainstorming for marketing all that kind of thing i have 
four of the best marketing staff that I could have ever hoped for that I work for. And most recently, as of this year, started up a, uh, a kind of a virtual ministry that we're calling Black Bar uh, that is specifically designed to empower uh, churches uh, with the resources and knowledge they need to utilize kind of digital tools and digital platforms to reach people with the gospel in new ways. So that's awesome. the long and the short of it. Now, now, Black Bar, tell me, like, wh- why that name? Where did, did, where did that come from? Black Bar, so being entirely straight, I really, really wanted the name Black Box uh, because I love the kind of the mystery of it. Of like, yeah, that's uh, good. I, I like, I like the unique. I like the the. I'm I'm terrified of the status quo. I I like the idea of 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 stepping into this kind of new thing, and I knew. Even with my, I get, we'll call it more progressive style of ministry, uh, we'll say more aggressive, especially digitally. I knew there were a lot of pastors that would not be interested in um, the things that I have to do. I guess the, uh, the things that I do, more of the old school, the more traditional, that kind of stuff. So when I was coming up with the name of everything, I was like, well, what would be the easiest way to filter out <laughs> the, the pastors that were never going to listen to me, right? Yeah. And that meant I'm not going to paint stuff blue and white and have friendly smiling faces on the front, right? It's going to be great. black and it's going to be orange. Originally, it was going to be black box, but um, there's a huge church media consultancy firm in Pennsylvania called Black Box and that didn't want to compete with that. (laughs) So we went with Black Bar, the idea kind of being um, um, uh, there's a a lot of churches out there that will tell you some of the stuff they do from a media perspective, but they tend to block out certain things, right? I think of like the government document when they do the redacted stuff, right? They'll tell you the general idea of where they're going, but then there's certain secrets that they hold on to because yeah. unfortunately the church is a business as much as a ministry and they want to protect business secrets. And I think that's a load of garbage. Yeah. Uh, I think that we're the church of the body and the, the, we're the body of Christ and together we're better than we are separate. So I'm revealing every secret that I know and I'm revealing every secret that everyone that I know knows. Um, that's good. So the idea with black bar is we're kind of removing those black bars from the there secrets of marketing so no that's yeah, good that's, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a heart you know like uh, i mean in the pilot we talked a little bit about how my first encounter was somebody who's you know when i asked him how to do his amazing thing his response was magic in other words i don't want you to right do but right. Uh, yeah so and but in there's a freedom in letting people other know and it's not a competition we're all on the same team and in the midst of this crisis like if anything, now more than ever, we're really realizing, yes. you know, we are all on the same team, man. Y'all, yes. we ain't, there ain't yes. no cop here. So, but, so you're marketing at, at Grand Rapids first, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that has a load to do with uh, online streaming and OBS and all those other things that uh, Black Bar has been making some videos about recently, right? You're like, you're, uh, you, you, you. <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, the, the my department specifically is different than our tech department. Our tech department handles kind of the Sunday morning streaming, um, uh, cameras on Sunday, you know, audio production, all that kind of stuff. Media marketing gets people to the to the stream, right? We let them know that it's happening, and then we kind of pass them off from that point. Um, I think uh, it's it's funny as you know, we've been creating videos for about two months now, and I've been talking about a lot of the stuff that I know really well. 
And all of a sudden, there's a need for something that I, I, I don't know fantastically well. Um, but I happened to have been, not professionally, but I had been messing around with OBS for a couple of years doing Twitch streams and little yeah, YouTube things. Right just for my, Right, yeah. And making my online... Dungeons and Dragons game was a little bit more interesting, right? <laughs> like that's the only reason I know how awesome. to use those tools, but I knew just enough to be dangerous. And I knew that a lot of the churches that were going to be um, in this season, unable to meet in person, a lot of pastors are going to be doing this thing from their homes even. Yeah. Well, that sounds really similar to the stuff that I'm doing, just kind of messing around at home. I, so if I already have the platform, I already have the thing, why can't I, you know, share at least what I know to help churches get online as fast as possible, as cheap as possible. And, you know, it seems to be paying off. Absolutely. So you're, so you were working there and, you know, you, you were, you were, you know, perusing, you told me the story kind of offline about how you Mm -hmm. encountered and made that video that kind of blew up. Talk to me a little bit, you know, about how, you know, you kind of were presented this opportunity where you're, you're, you are knowledgeable because of your like hobbies, but it's not like you were right. nine to five, how you just kind of winged it in and you were like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to do this kind of video for this purpose. Talk me through it a little bit about that. For sure. Yeah. I, the, the, the day that uh, Nick and I, uh, Nick is uh, one third of black bar along with me. We work at the same church. He's our, our video guy in my department. Um, we were at the church for many, many hours, well past when we were supposed to be there, at least getting paid to be there because that was the day that mandates were coming out in Michigan and everything. We were frantically, we were running around all day uh, just trying to get our church ready. And all I could think of in the back of my mind was that our church is really well prepared for this. Like, uh, and I don't say that from like a bragging point of view. I say that from like, we were already set up with live streaming. Uh, we already had gotten rid of our bulletin. We moved to communication all digitally via the app and website and stuff. Uh, we were actually two weeks away from launching an online campus that we were hiding in secret for a, a while. And we just decided to hit the gas because it was ready to go. You know, might as well. Yeah. Um, but all I could think of in the back of my head was there are so many churches that are not ready for this. Right. And yeah, I know, sure. you know, the fact of the matter uh, as much as I, we rather not think of it this way. Uh, if you don't have services, people don't tithe. That's just kind of the fact of the matter. And there's That's a lot statement. of small church, small churches that are going to be sending their pastors home without eating for potentially a couple of weeks at what we thought at the time. And now we're talking about possibly a couple of months. We don't know. We don't know what the situation sure. is going to be. Sure. And I, I, I turned over at Nick at like three o'clock in the afternoon, which on Friday we were already three hours past when we were supposed to be there. I was like, we got, we got to make a video today. Like this is, this is way too important to let sit for a week and us script it out properly. And all like, we have to do this research right now because churches are going to be looking for this right now. And uh, we stayed up. We (laughs) we stayed up way too late, (laughs) got the edit out and released it the next morning. And, um, it, it it seems that God seems to be blessing the the right video at the right time. Uh, so very thankful for that. We've certainly got a huge response from it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I know in my circles, you guys kind of become the uh, de facto gold standard in this because of the fact, uh, I think your humor also, but also just your uh, approachability and the uh, 
I, the expedience that it's not, it is polished. It is super polished, sure. but it's not like over polished, if that makes any sense, you know? Oh, for sure. Uh, so talk to me just, I mean, obviously in the next, you mentioned in the next couple months, like we're all going to have to wing it in different ways. Just tell me like maybe some ways it, on one hand, what you're doing in your nine to five, how you're winging it right. there. And then with this newfound like influence, you know, what do sure. you, hashtag influencer, there you go. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, how are you like, how are you responding and winging to that new reality? Because now people are like, listening right. to what Caleb has to say. So, right. It's definitely a new reality. I'm not used to that yet, but yeah. um, the, I guess we could take it one at a time from the nine to five perspective. Uh, we are currently in a situation where our, our staff is all working, but we're all working from home, right? We're in full quarantine over here. Uh, so we're having our, 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 our team's calls in the morning and the afternoon and trying our best to stay in communication. And I'm, I, I know that there's a lot of churches that are in a very, very similar level right there. Um, makes like recording live streams very difficult and whatnot. Um, we have been um, uh, very, very, uh, our, our church is, is typically we think very long and hard about everything before we start anything up. Um, but there were, there this isn't the time for thinking long and hard about anything. Good. This is no, the time for really doing, good, man. right? That's you know, really it's honestly, it's, yeah. it's a time for people are needing and hurting right now. What can we do right now yeah. to help people? What is um, the social media strategy? There is no social media strategy of a pandemic. There, like, nobody oh, no. knows what's, nobody I, knows I what's going it's, on. It's super important to acknowledge that there's no precedence for this, right? There's for no... Sure. There's no expert that exists on this subject. I, it's, yeah. I am certainly far from one, right? And everybody's sure. just trying to do Same. their best. Same. I know our 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 social media strategy prior to um, uh, the the pandemic was we we wanted to encourage people, we wanted to uh, uh, inform people about upcoming events, and we wanted to engage with people. Well, upcoming events have basically gone straight out the window other than our live sure. streams, right? Sure. So we're, we're going to encourage people and we're going to engage people. And we're going to do that as hard as we can, as often That's as good. we can. That's because good. they're sitting at home, probably binging Netflix and playing video games and doing whatever. You know, why, why aren't we as a church creating content and trying to get them to remind them of, 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 you know, Jesus, yeah. the gospel, all you that have kind of a much more yeah. captive audience than you've ever had. Absolutely. Your, you know, uh, my friend just told me that uh, Louis Giglio's church had 200,000 people <sighs> watch the stream last week. That's insane. 200,000. That's like a I, small Twitch streamer. I mean, oh, no, yeah. but I mean, like, I'm just being funny. That's like, <laughs> that's like, that's like, that's like huge, man. Like those are Absolutely. people who are watching and need that content. They're looking mm -hmm. to watch and, and engage with stuff right now. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, so these pastors that are at home, you know, or these, the, you know, they're expected to make this stuff. Talk to me a little bit about how you've tried to like pivot both in creating the stuff for your church, but now also right. being this voice that people are like listening to, you know, for like sure. I feel like for so long that, you know, that gift that's popular right now of the chihuahua that's like growling and saying, you know, Facebook is of the devil. And then on the other right. side, it says, join us for a right. exactly. Facebook live stream. You know? I, so, I, I think, uh, first of all, I, I have to say, as, as horrible as this, 
pandemic is, as horrible as everything that's happening in the world. Absolutely. From a, yeah. from a church media, from a church ministry perspective, I couldn't be more excited because mm-hmm. I think a lot of churches, even some of them who are kicking and screaming along the way, are about to realize the power of digital ministry in a really tangible way. And that's Good. exciting. I think something that's going to be important to note for any pastor listening is that you should not be looking forward to things getting back to normal because that idea of normal is gone now. You have just let your congregation know that you are able to provide this ministry. And and unfortunately, one way or another, they're going to expect it moving forward well past this pandemic. Um, And that's not a bad thing. I know that the idea of live streaming for a lot of churches is a daunting one. People are afraid that they could lose people that they won't, they won't stay. But trust me, if you, if you, if you put out engaging content, interesting content, people stick to it. I'd say yeah. for, for the people that are, are getting into live streaming right now, that are jumping into the space of, of now having to figure out how to be content creators online. Um, I know this, this might be a controversial thought, but the last thing I would do is be looking at other churches and what they're doing. I would be looking personally, what I've been doing is looking at the successful content creators online. And I tell you what they're, what they don't look like is a super, super produced sub person behind a podium with a band behind them. Uh, the Gary Vee's, the right, Casey Neistat's, the Peter McKinnon's, the, uh, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. They they don't have uh, a worship team backing them up for the last five minutes of their sermon, so you have an emotional response to whatever he's saying, right? I like mean, it's John it's, Krasinski just did his good news right, YouTube channel. Right. He just released one video. It yes. has eight and a half million views exactly. after twenty four hours. It's and it's real. literally him behind a desk with right. like his kid drew a drawing right. of the logo and. Like, and it's shot and, obviously on an iPhone and right. Steve Carell's wife is like, hold on, honey, let me adjust the camera. For <laughs> right. It's, it's not, I mean, I, I'm in no way saying that production value isn't important, but it's sure. probably the least important when it comes to yeah. the priorities of stuff of that you need to be thinking about with your live streaming. The content is a big deal here. I think if you treat, uh, I've seen a lot of questions, especially um, on our discord. Um, and, and this kind of pervasive thoughts keeps hitting me over and over again. And it, it grates against me so hard of this mindset of how do I take what we were doing on a Sunday morning and then get it online? And that is, that is the wrong question. That is not, that is not the mindset to be taking. We are talking about an entirely new medium. Success looks different on this medium. You know, a quality church live stream looks different than a quality in service thing and a a quality church live stream you want people chatting and engaging and talking back and forth if that was happening in an actual sunday uh the pastor would probably lose his mind right that's that's but a little bit distracting yeah right understanding the the differences in those and looking at what makes a good live stream what makes it engaging not just what makes a good church live stream engaging what makes a live stream engaging take it from that i think a lot of churches, especially smaller churches, are really quick to just jump on whatever the slightly bigger church down the street is doing, because obviously they're bigger, so they know what they're talking about, without asking the question of why they're doing what they're doing. Um, oh, so if, if you can set out goals for what, it, what is it that you want your community to feel, what is it that you want them to do, and then work through those goals with the digital tools we have access to, I think that's, I think that's 
that would be my biggest advice. Don't, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. I think of like the, the example, I know I was on a call with a lot of your, uh, uh, the, the, the pastors and media people that you work with in South Carolina, Southern Baptist churches. And someone mentioned a pastor that uh, had, had recorded his message in a voicemail that he had his pastors call in and listen to or had his congregants call yes. in and listen to because, yes. he, you know, it sounds like he was probably an older guy, probably had an older congregation. They're not going to figure out how to do YouTube. No. He wasn't going to figure out how to YouTube, no. but there there's, he reached his, his community the way that he knew best how to do it. And yeah. I think that's, um, that's amazing. There's, yeah. there's a church down the street from where I grew up at that's literally called, they have the name, it's like a one room schoolhouse looking thing. Uh, it's called the old regular Baptist church. That's the name of the church. It's on the sign. I think it's amazing. They don't need, you know, to be streaming on Facebook and YouTube. They don't need a Twitter page, right? (laughs) Anybody who's telling you that they have the one size fits solution for your church is lying or selling you something. I'm sure. I am confident of that. No, absolutely. And I think what's important in this, in this time is innovation. And innovation yes. does not mean better technology, but it's the ability to adjust on the fly and to right. pivot accordingly. Like the pastor who, you know, like I have a cassette tape and there's 20 minutes on this cassette tape that I'm going to press the play and right. record button and I'm right. going to talk for 20 minutes. And if you mm-hmm. get a busy signal, guess what? Just call again in 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, like, so to me, that's, that's the whole essence of winging it is like in, in right. this mode right now that we live in, since nobody has it figured out, since nobody, you know, knows what the right thing to do is, it's, mm-hmm. it's a new territory and it's, a, and it's a freedom that really is in that because you can't say, well, you know, well, because nobody's ever tried it. Nobody knows what the most successful is or right. is because there is no, you know, success in, in that arena. I think, right. I think to me, Personally, I think uh, what I'm recommending our churches is to do is bluntly to just kind of get away from live streaming altogether and just make sure. everything pre-recorded. Yeah. And oh, for sure. Bump that YouTube, bump, bump that Facebook. You know, because you know, I think you know down the line, and I have a person, very personal example of that. You know, these production staffs may be in danger of you know they're putting themselves and their pastor in danger because we don't know outside of right. when they're recording who they have or have not encountered right. so uh um yeah so i i feel that and to me there's more of a hominess of it you know like my pastor is here he's in it with me he's in the right. same situation that i am in it's he's not special he's he's for in sure quarantine too you know but, I, but sure. my wife you know my wife you know is like to me you know, that platform, that's what church is. So like, I, I understand that there's still people that are trying to like, but that, but my pastor on a couch, that's not church. This platform is church. Right. And so there's that, there's so many things that have adjusted. So thus mm-hmm. if he can preach in the empty church, at least he's in that room. So I, right. I understand that. So I'm kind of a little bit on that, but yeah, I, I feel that it great, gets a great opportunities to be able to pivot now more than ever. And looking at, you know, what, other curators are doing what maybe some streamers are doing, maybe what mm-hmm. some tonight show what talk show hosts are doing, right. you know, to me, those are both to your point. Those are two platforms that are conducive to a single individual 
interacting either via live or interacting with a crowd from whatever avenue that they're in. And it's the most uh, direct, relatable to what we're doing right now. So, So tell me a little bit, I guess, Caleb, so now, you know, tell me where you're, where you were like before all these content, all these videos that you were starting to create and talk to me a little bit about like where you are now and, and like what you guys are doing with Black Bar now. Right. Yeah. Well, before everything hit, we were being as, as con- consistent and as obedient as I probably could have been with, uh, black bar videos we were putting out every week um uh, the podcast that we were putting out every week kind of supplemental stuff uh here and there um just trying to educate and inform and help people figure out ministry uh, this new online virtual ministry uh best i can and now all of a sudden uh we're in a, a place where the only ministry that is happening is virtual ministry and all of a sudden the stuff we were talking about became very relevant overnight not that it hopefully wasn't relevant before but became very important to every church all of a sudden overnight uh now you know we have a a discord community that went from like 25 members to i think we're approaching 400 now in a matter of about a week and a half and uh we've had to bring other people on our 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 team to start answering questions and whatnot which is, is super cool we're getting dozens and dozens of questions every day of awesome. pastors and, and people who have no idea what they're doing. Like, you yeah. know, that like the simplest questions in the world, but that's, that, those are the people that are in need right now. I mean, those yeah, are sure. the churches who are already live streaming. They're not jumping on our discord. They're not asking sure. the question the, the churches sure. that are freaking out right now are the ones that have yeah. never done this before. And I think it's exciting. And the fact because, that they're jumping on a discord server to me says it <laughs> right. of itself. Like that, yes. you don't have, you don't have a Facebook group. No. I touched the mic. I, you don't have a Facebook group. You don't have a YouTube, like you have a YouTube, but you're like, but the fact that there's so much engagement through this discord chat right. is, is right. a hurdle in it, even of itself. Like what is, what is discord? Like, what is, it's, it's definitely like a more niche. It's kind of like Facebook, but it's like, you know, live, it's right. kind of like chatting. And then there's like categories and blah, right. blah, 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 you know. Yeah, we 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 definitely (laughs) right. We talked a lot before we started, uh, before we launched Black Bar. And are we starting a Facebook group? Are we starting a Discord? Are we starting? I mean, any number of these online uh, systems. And there's already so many church media groups, and they're huge. They're massive, and there's nothing wrong with them being massive, right? Sure. Uh, But what I loved about Discord, just uh, talking with my friends, the conversations that I've had on there with other people um, is that it's very instantaneous. It's very relaxed. It's very friendly in in that, that we can get back and forth with someone and have kind of a live chat very quickly. Not that you can't do that on Facebook, but in general, Facebook tends to be more asynchronous where you'll post a comment, you'll leave it for an hour and then wait and come back and you know on on discord it's more how many people trolled you in the meantime right right yeah fortunately our discord community has been nothing but super positive people being helpful so far we'll see how long that lasts but no uh, and also it's like a resource where you can like go back and like there's channels right trying to on these large church comms and and a larger you know church communications and marketing etc uh not the dig but like if i want to find sermon slides like right good luck like versus like there's a channel in discord here it is for sure and you could go all the way back to the existence of time to like Mm -hmm. here's the first time somebody posted like 20 months ago about right whatever right right yeah it's very handy good decision there man so (laughs) thanks thank you (laughs) 
See, gamers, we know what we're doing there, dude. Like we, <laughs> it, it it is it is uh, not that I want to sit on this point for a long time, but the, the there is so much overlap with that community and the church community right now of like what they're trying to do, and 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 that I mean, video games have been such a prime staple for this live streaming thing for such a long time. Obviously, yeah. the goals of these communities are two very different things, sure. but. I think there's a lot of notes to be taken from yeah. for the churches in the church world of like, these are people who are a lot of times churches can get really narrow focused on just what are the other big churches doing? And I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with that, but I, what I am saying is that those big churches are looking at these other places anyway. So why don't you just skip the big churches and go look at what everybody else is doing? Cause the big church is already one step behind by the time you see it, you're three steps behind. So just, just like, let's find what, what the best in the world is not just the best in the churches awesome. and then emulate that, that when it comes to how we're using these media platforms. That's awesome. Caleb Weidman is from uh, Black Bar, and you could definitely check out his YouTube, his Discord, and all. Pub your stuff, man. Pub all the, <laughs> pub all the channels. Do it. Yeah. Um, Be that influencer. Um, hashtag influencer. For sure. I'm not used to that yet. Um, check out our YouTube channel. We have new videos every single week. Check out our podcast. We're on every platform. New podcasts every week. And if you have any questions ever, or just want to hang out, or just need some encouragement, because there's almost certainly a lot of weight on your shoulders right now, feel Post free to join memes. our Discord. Yes, and lots of memes too. We got plenty of memes. <laughs> That's all I have so, to plug. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, Caleb, his channel recently uh, hit that magic 1,000 subscribers. So that's a really cool thing. And, you know, he's he's not going to say that, but that's just cool to see in a short amount of time. Uh, Caleb's uh, Black Bar and Zach and Nick, they started their podcast actually the same week that Just Winging It started now we've had uh a couple less episodes and a little bit less content (laughs) than y'all have had but uh it's just amazing to see that within a matter of months the amount of how god is blessing them and giving them great influence for such time as this you know we go back go back to salt man like salt for touch of time is this how much does that like just like oh absolutely and Absolutely. I would say to all you guys out there that it is such a time as this. Now is the time to wing it. Now is the time to do something. So just remember as we go that you are you are loved, you are not alone, and you are cared for, and that we are all in this just winging it together. Bless y'all.